seconds of silence for Colin. Okay. R.I.P. So we had a mishap. Oh, jeez. Take two, lads. There was a technical mishap and we had a, we nearly finished recording and then the, the computer did something and we have to record this. Yeah, again. so now we have to buy Colin a new computer. Everything. Also, this is going to probably be... We have to. I have to feign my uh, knowledge of this. Well, I know it anyway, but like I don't know as many details. So I have to be like... <gasps> Legas, oh, but you didn't no say way. a whole lot. You but were I just like, silent. I was intrigued and angry. Every, but here's the thing, right? When I've been listening back on our uh, five podcasts that we've recorded, <laughs> five episodes, yeah, our five episodes. <laughs> I love when people um, are like, I can't wait to go back and listen to all of them. Yeah, just oh, five. There's five. <laughs> five hours. You'll be grand. You do it yeah, a day. Do it in a day. Do it in um, Here's the thing. When I go back and listen, when you tell a story, because I'm such an arrogant, egotistical sack of shit. I interrupt a lot and say things like, hey, oh my God, do you know about this? When did I tell you this, Emma? And then when arrogant. I tell a story, you just sit there like a nice human being and listen. I don't think that's arrogant. I think you're yeah. giving input. I but like no, input. But no, a lot of the input I give isn't input. It's just me telling the story. Just me saying, I Emma, like your story. <laughs> listen to me. No, I like Emma, your story. you shut your goddamn mouth. I told Sarah a really nice story about the band The Shags at the start before the technical. Yeah, but. I don't know. I've never heard of The Shags. I'm going to tell it again. Sarah, pretend you don't know this story. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Emma, I don't know anything about the Shags. Well, today, it's your lucky day. (laughs) There's a band called the Shags. Two Gs. They're really bad. They're they're bad in a, in a, in a, they're terror bad, as Colin and I call them. Um, But there's a band called the Shags and they have a really, really fucked up story. Three girls, their sisters and their dad went to like a psychic when he was a kid. As you do. The psychic was like, so give hey. me a pound, <laughs> give me a pound. The psychic was like, hey, you're going to get married to a lady with strawberry blonde hair and you're going to have kids and then three of your kids are going to be girls and they're going to be in a band. Wow. And they're going to be really famous. She was wrong about that. But then he had got married to a strawberry haired lady. He had seven children. Three of them were girls. And he like forced them to play musical instruments and they didn't know how to play musical instruments. No, it's really obvious. Like he just bought them these musical instruments and a week after he bought them, made them go play in like their local Town you're like hall. going and playing in the hall back home and you're shit and everybody was mean to them and threw things at them and made crap of them and he didn't care. He was like, get back up on that stage. You've got to be famous and, and make famous. me my money. And they did, but they were shit and everybody hated them and then he made them record an album and the album is insane. It's absolutely insane. It's like it's like a bunch of art kids made it. It's like somebody was in art college and made this album. Uh, like, no, it's, it's not. It's, it is, it's garbage. Like, but, it's, but I mean in the sense it's that, like, you know, like if our kids went in and were like, we're going to do something really fucking weird and strange. That's what it sounds like. No, I don't think, what I think what it sounds like because I grew up with a musician father and I grew up with a shed out my back garden that had full of instruments and my dad has recordings that sound exactly like that and it's just me <laughs> and Peter next door. Like, ah, 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 yeah, me going, <laughs> yeah, 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 rock. What does it, whenever uh, my daughter goes up there, she sings this like one song. Yeah, she has one track. She goes, uh, rock and roll, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock and roll, baby. Yay. And then you she goes. You need to do a shag story with Lily yeah. and make her play an instrument and be really shit and people will throw things at her. But yeah, so. They... Do you want to hear, this is not related and I didn't tell you this, but it is Go. related. I know somebody. He's not a friend of the pod. Is he a friend of me? No. Okay. Um, but he's friend of uh Leslie who's friend of the pod. Okay. And he was he went to a psychic and a psychic told him that he was going to be discovered okay. on, a, on a train. Okay. And he's gonna become like a really famous pop star. What? And now whenever he's on a train he's like waiting for this he's moment. waiting for this moment. And he oh, like honey. he sings a lot. But no. I always um Whenever he's on a train and it's like on Instagram or anything, I always text him to be like, this could be the day. This could be the minute, sir. And I don't know much about him, but I know that story. And that's Is he how a singer? Interact- no. <laughs> he works in an office. So like, what do you think's going to happen here? <laughs> he 
does sing a lot. Is he very he's... attractive? I is that can't why... answer that question. No, but he can. Is that why people are like, you're going to be, you know the way people are always like, famous people become models he's or a very, like, he's like, I a... was walking down the street and a man came up and was like, you're very attractive. Do you want to be attractive as a job? And he was like, sure. He is very handsome. And he's that kind of... Chiseled. Boy band handsome. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, he looks uh, like a um, member of boys. boys I need up. I need a man to look like he's uh, chopped down seven trees and, you know, I has, just a, need has them, a hat made out of a ferret. I just need him to be submissive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I need to be the in, boss. In charge. Yeah, no, I'm a control freak. I just like a man that's like shuts up every now and again. You have that. Yeah, he's very quiet. Actually. Yeah. He's quite dude. My dude's pretty quiet. Your dude's very quiet. Yeah. But that bothers me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Graham, don't, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't. It, it's just when you need him to talk or need him to like pipe in, he doesn't get the cues. Yeah. I think I told you that this week we watched uh, oh, Douglas, Douglas yeah. by Hannah Gatsby and she talks about being. Um, We're fine. Go on. What's, she talks about being diagnosed as autistic. And I made Graham watch it because I was like, uh, ringing a bell? Ringing a bell? Anything? Anything here? Anything here? <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, high functioning. High functioning. Yeah. A high functioning autistic. But it's, I think as well also people that have very, very logical brains can be very difficult sometimes too. Because we're quite, we're quite emotionally led, I think. In the sense that we'll react to something more with we emotion. Had a fight, we had a fight today. Think? <laughs> Not the, me and Sarah. Sarah and at I. the sink, we had a fight. Because he had destroyed the sink with gloss paint. Oh, you told me this. But he was saying to me, just stop that and I will continue. Yeah. I Just stop that and I'll finish He'll off finish the other it. washing. Okay, all right. Uh, the other dishes that needed to be done. Yeah. And um, I was, the way he was saying it was just very like, just stop and go and I will take this over and I will take over the rest. But in my head, I, because like what I was doing, I couldn't stop because there was paint everywhere. Yeah. And then on top of that, you couldn't put dishes in the sink of course with not. wet paint. It's covered in paint. But what he was trying to say was, you stop, I'll, I'll finish, finish this, this piece and then I'll do the dishes after what he was saying because he's so logical and doesn't have that. He was going, just stop and then I'll do the dishes. I'll put the dishes in. And I was like, oh, you can't. <laughs> Literally, I was going, you can't put, you can't put the dishes. And then every time I was saying you can't, he was just interrupting me because he was like trying to, explain what he was saying but he just kept repeating the response and it got to the point where like our like Lily came in it was like stop fighting because I literally was like you can't fucking put the dishes in the fucking sink I love you telling me these stories because I can visualise it so well in my head (laughs) and then he just went he just went like this I don't know why you're getting so angry (laughs) oh god no don't poke the bed and I was like and then it went through like there was another argument after that of him explaining why he was saying it that way oh and gosh. me explaining why that does not why my brain doesn't understand it we it was should just all like, uh, just die alone because this is too much yeah. I can't be dealing with but humans me, like me and Graham have more arguments or more of those like hi I'm sure my neighbours are <laughs> like at that they were like because I was like you can't put the dishes on that sink <laughs> <laughs> like literally screaming and Graham never screams or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's so quiet he's so quiet and he's so like mm-hmm. soft-spoken and he's just like I don't know why there was a need for you to get so angry about it <laughs> but that's it. the thing we were led by <gasps> I'm definitely led by emotion more than like somebody could say something to me without me processing it properly in my brain I will immediately attack 
Like I immediately am like, Wanda back! Like without kind of going, okay, take a step back and listen, listen to what they're saying. Yeah. It's like there's a certain word that'll be like, I do that more with Graham than anybody else, and it's just because we live together. Well, it's and we're married. married. Um, but we talk about that quite a bit. So, like, I would, you know, when we have like conversations, I'd be mm-hmm. like, "But this is why we fight about these things because this is how you communicate, yeah. and this is how I communicate, and they just don't add up." They they bang together sometimes. Yeah, we anyway. once, that fight we had, we had a big fight about cats out back garden <laughs> once. I tell you what. I went on for days. But I love him. I had to bring him up to the house to be like, where the fuck do you think the cats are there? He was like, I thought you met, he thought there was like an aristocrat situation going on. They were fully living in this house. And he thought that the cats were living, when I said there's cats in that house which was abandoned and yeah. completely boarded up, yeah. I meant like that he would understand that I mean like there's cats out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was he's like, they were inside like cooking eggs. Yeah, because he's so logical. <laughs> he was, he was like, like, have a little house and he, with a washing machine. And then the argument literally started with this, where he was like, uh, how did the cats get into the house? <laughs> and me going, what? And him going, well, like, how did the cats get into the house? And me being like, what do you mean? Because it was and like he, a full-blown cat community. And then, even though I was going, what do you mean? And what? He was going, how did the cats get into the house? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And I ended up like walking him out of the house and being like, come up, where do you think the cats are? Why did you think, like, the aristocrats, cats, disco isn't happening in this house. Anyway. Don't, don't get, get married. married. <laughs> Graham is getting destroyed. Graham gets destroyed week, destroyed weekly. I know, weekly, but like, he just, he gives me the most amount of material. He really does. He really does. Um, because I don't have many friends. You have lots of friends. But I only hang out with like you. Do you know what? I was and... thinking the other day, uh, I don't, and this is maybe just me, I don't trust people that have loads of friends. No. Because you can't be the same person with all, those with different all of people. those friends. You people have group chats with like 27 people. And yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You are, this is just play acting. There's no way. Yeah, no, I, I, like I have like five friends. I don't even think I have five. <laughs> One hand can count them. And I don't want any more and I don't need any more. I'm fine. Because yeah. I can just be this and I don't have to like, but you know when you get, you have like. I have three. Like, re- I do, but realistically I have like three friends. Like, like, re- like that friend, when you say friends, you mean like that kind of like, they're the people for me. They're my people. Yeah, they're like, my people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, um, yeah. No, I would the same and Graham's thing. Graham's in that list. <laughs> Yes, he is. Graham, no, Graham, I love you. No, yeah, I have three, like, friends. Yes. You're one, Leslie's one, Aoife's just yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I would be like, they're the people I communicate the most with. I do have people that I, like, I'm friendly Friendships. with. And yeah, friendships. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not my friends. Yeah, they're not I the just... people, and like, and here's the thing I'm friendly with. But also, as much as a social person I am, I'm a social person amongst other people's social groups. Yes, I get you. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. want a like birthday party with like 30 people. Just too, it's exhausting. Yeah, I just I want just... a birthday party with like me and you yeah. and maybe two other people yeah, 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 and yeah. some cheese. And that's it. Cheese, a yeah. bit of wine, maybe you drink wine. But and wine I don't me. understand as well how people like maintain I can't. those friendships. I just can't do it. I'm like, how do you do this? I, do, I work five days a week. I don't have time for this. But I'm also, and this is a, a true fact, <laughs> I'm also seriously invested in mine and your relationship. <laughs> She's very invested in it. Like, so, like, you are. I mine. can't have any more friends. Yeah. This is a cry. I'm doing a cry for help in this book. Like, and I know that about me, but like, you are my other relationship. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're mine. Like, um, you're like there is Graham mine. and you, and it's like. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah does this thing when she's talking about the future. She'd be like, and we're going to house, and then there's going to be a place for Emma. 
Yeah, no, there can't not be. <laughs> and I'm like, her, like, like Joey listen, from Friday. Uh, you know, uh, Flavio's welcome. But, like, <laughs> I'll let him know. But yeah. Uh, I'm going to do housekeeping. 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 Um, Can we get a little audio bit for that bit? Colin, make us an audio for housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to say thank you. We received emails from some lovely people being very, very kind and lovely and sending in suggestions, which I really liked. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If you want to do that, please do, because it's, 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 there's a lot of murders. Obviously, a lot of people get murdered, but a lot of them are quite a lot more kind of ganglandy stuff, and I don't really want to do that. If you want to do that, that's awesome, but I just, I'm not interested in that stuff. Because um, it scares me, and those people scare Fucking me. Fucking classist no, those, murder no. selection. <laughs> it's not, it's just they terrify me. Classism like, you know, is alive and well I'm in this terrified. room. I'm terrified of that whole... Actually, could that be our intro too? Sure. Hmm. Um, I'm just terrified of that whole thing. It scares me because... It's also really hard, like when I did the one on Mark Desmond... Yeah. It's very hard to get any concrete exactly, yeah, information yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of lads that do be saying, like, "Yeah, I saw that." I saw I'm this. down the Daily Mail <laughs> and I know him. <laughs> That's it. It's and not even, he it's, was a good fella. <laughs> it's not honestly. I swear, it's not classism. It's scary and it's awful and it's terrible. These people are dying. It just you know, it's entire, not classism because you live in the area where yeah, that happens. It's just the entire idea of it terrifies me. It scares me. Like, and I don't want to say the wrong thing uh, <laughs> yeah, we, listen, like we don't want to get shot we don't want to get shot is basically what we're saying um, but yeah thank you so much for the lovely emails and all the messages on Instagram and all the comments and stuff people are being so kind and it makes our day when we get them Sarah always says it makes her week it makes my week like uh, because my life is really shit um, <laughs> oh god <laughs> no I kid I kid I have a loving family and a beautiful <laughs> child it just talked all the things she said about Graham earlier nicks them she's very happy I'm yeah. so happy um, but no thank you um, also we are in the top 200 true crime podcast initially when we found out we were actually at 100 which mm. we were shocked because we were we were just messing. You said we were looking for some other something else. We were looking for. I won't uh, say the name. We won't of the podcast. mention the podcast. We were looking. But we for. were looking for a podcast that I was saying is uh, retroactively shit. <laughs> and I was kind of no. Saying, I was saying, where are they in the, where are they in chart? the thing? Because if they can make it, we, we can, can make it. And um, but we were number one hundred, which we were. Ge- the two of us were like absolutely genuine. Because Sarah kept saying to me, "We're not going to be in that." And I was like, yeah, I know, haha. And then I scrolled and I saw a pink logo and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then I checked the other day and we were 93. Yeah, we've moved up thank you lovely seven. people. So yeah, thank you so much. I think that's all my, um, what do you call Housekeeping, 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 yeah. Housekeeping, housekeeping, yeah. Why do I sound terrible? I don't know, but I love it. It's a German. I think it's because it's like, like housekeeping. It's, yeah, oh, it's house music. And house music for me is like, like that kind I don't of even want Colin to make a jingle I want him to cut that out okay and play that before we do housekeeping you you've heard it here first I'm people. into it I'm mad into it um, like the way I said I've heard it here first people there's two of you I know your names <laughs> Aoife is one of them <laughs> my sister Yvonne hey guys Heidi Heidi hi Thanks Heidi hi listen. we yeah. could do this on a phone call <laughs> Each week. but we're so arrogant that we're like we want to make the world yeah no, it's great to always like, listen to us um if, like when we first started, she was like, "Why is doing it?" And I was like, "When I die, at least Lily could listen to me." She's like, "That's my mommy's voice." And grandma's like, "It is." And her friend talks about vaginas a lot. <sighs> yeah. yeah, you gotta, you gotta nip gotta, that you on gotta the board. Pull back on the badge talk. I don't know. I like. Mm-hmm. That. Listen, 
It's a feminist podcast. We both have vaginas. We both have vaginas. Stop calling them Lady Gardens and Marys and whatever the hell else people what call them. What's, what, what's the most interesting thing you've ever, or the worst thing anyone's ever called their vagina around you? Oh, well, I hate the P word. Oh, the I hate the other word for cat. I can't say it. It makes What's me. What's the cat? I can't. Cr- I can't do it. It makes me cringe. Um, I can't think. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I hate Fanny as well, but I think it's funny. Yeah, but like, imagine me. I like, like that iron brew ad. Which what one? do we call her? <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> like I, lo- I think Fanny makes me laugh, but ever used in like a context of like being it sexy. Being sexy. No, no, no one's ever word said the word. Fanny I don't in... know. I imagine. I imagine someone else in the country. <sighs> um. I heard someone call it their lady garden or their special area. Just call it a vagina. Also, it, like it says a lot about how that per- person deems their body. Yeah, if they're uncomfortable, it's like they're trying to hide. It's that they're shame. It's shame. It's shame. It's shame. It's absolute shame because shame. it's like people are like dick jokes twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Here's I have a question. But we're now talking about completely off topic. Go. Um. So what I don't understand here's my big thing. This is uh What were you saying? What was that thing you said earlier on about things that irritate you? I can't remember now. Uh, uh, you were like, "This is what grinds my gears." <laughs> um, what grinds my hot gears? Take. Hot, hot take. Hot take. Here's Sarah Jane's hot take. Go. When there is a hen's party or a bridal party, yes. For some reason, as women, dick paraphernalia. There's dick paraphernalia everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. dick, dick straws, yeah. dick necklaces, dick, dick whistles, pasta, dick, blown everything. up dicks they yeah. can walk around with, dick everything, dick everything. When men have stags, there is not one single, not a vagina inside. There's no vagina. No, because they don't, they don't really like vag. They like vagina. Okay, hot take number two. Hot take. Hot take. Men like vaginas in the sense that they want to put their penises inside them. But they like their penises the most? But other than that, they don't want to, like, look at vaginas. Oh. They don't want to go, there's a vagina, I'm going to yeah. have a look at a vagina. Like, listen, I don't, I don't want to look at a dick and I don't want to look at a vagina. I don't want anybody to um, familiar me with anything to stay away from me. But it just always, like, really it is bothered me. It is bizarre. When and when I, when I got married and I had uh, my bachelorette party or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you call those things, I was like, if one yeah, of you no show up when a... A veil, a learner thing permit, <laughs> anything with a penis on What's it. What's the learner permit uh, thing about? Oh, because like you're learning to be a woman, a, a married woman. Oh, in fuck training. off! Or if one of you show up with a thing that says, uh, you know that like Miss to Mrs. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when I tell you, it bothers me. It's because so that's me. literally. Like, there is not, that does not exist for men. It doesn't exist for men. I actually, there was a tweet that I saw last week that I put up on my Instagram the other day, and it was literally like, you women's, like, so you can be Miss, Miss, Ms, Miss, or Mrs. Which means you're widowed, single, single or or married. married. Uh, There is no relevance to that for men. No. They stay Mr. because their marital status does not change who they are as a person. No. Whereas when you get married, that's true. Listen. Oh, sexism. (laughs) (laughs) Just. Stop being like it's amazing. It's all it's as it's, as everything is. It's systemic. It's systemic. Like, it's absolutely systemic. Like I remember having a conversation last year with somebody I used to work with, and her asking me why I wasn't married. And I was like, "Did you punch that bitch?" In no, the face? I just went to her because I don't want to get married. And she was like, "But well, would you not want to have baby?" No. And it's, it was just the most baffling thing to her. I do often lay awake at night and think, why is an Emma? Why is an Emma have No, often I lay awake Husband. at night and think, if, you, if that <laughs> bitch gets married, I'm going to have to kill a dude. <laughs> I'm going to have to take yeah. them out. 
Someone's getting murdered if yeah, I get married. Yeah, listen, I'm a good like... shot with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> right in the dick, please. So I have an excuse never to have sex with him. Right in the dick. Um, but they were our hot takes for today. Hot takes. <laughs> we started decided earlier we're going to do a hot take every week. Well, no, I want the hot take to be a trainer, but I don't want to have any part of it. I think your hot takes are always much better than mine. Hot takes. Hot takes always take me back to a time when Emma used to have a Facebook. Have a Facebook. And she used to do like this daily rant thing. Yeah, I shouldn't have been And Facebook. it was um, probably my favourite part of the day. No, I shouldn't have been allowed I used Facebook. to show people them. I'd be like, look at this. Uh, this is a crazy bitch. <laughs> no, I'm glad I got rid of my Facebook for that reason. Hey, this is my best friend. I was ranting way too much, so I was like, no, we're not doing this now, lads. Yeah, no, no, lads, get them. Now, now, come on, enough is enough. Now we've, now we've made a podcast to rant on. Yeah, and even like sometimes, I, even when I'm on Instagram, I have to, if I see something I disagree with, I always type the comment and then delete it. I do that too. I'm like, it's out of my system, yeah, get rid of it, because I, do I don't want to start arguments with random. As you say, you can't change, uh, you can't open a close. You can't open, open a, a close mind. They always say that to me, and I'm like, you're right. But I still want to punch someone, but I don't. In the dick. Your hair is really pretty today. Thanks very I much. I love this mm. little uh, up fifties updo you've got going on. It's yeah, very I put uh, put some dry shampoo on it because I um, haven't showered and I'm smelly. I have to shower every single day now. Oh, because it's humid and I just I'm literally every oh, single day warm. I come home from work and I'm like into the shower. Yeah, I I don't uh, need to do that, but uh, I do. I'm stinky. I'm a stanky <laughs> bitch. Um, I'm raking. I, just, yeah, I, lads. I had to get up early. And go to like a breakfast thing for my niece. Oh, Nikita, yeah. she's gone. She's she gone. gone. She's Colin, gone. just cut all this out because I want to talk to you about this. So when's she gone? Today. That's crazy, Sarah. Yeah. And that's it then. Yeah, like, she, well, how long she gone for? Uh, two two months. Oh. Well, I'm happy for her, and I hope she has a great time. Good luck, Nikita. Keep her fucking dirty COVID over in Spain. Don't bring it back over here. Right. Ba. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again because I can give seconds. Okay. okay, we're good. Um, shall we start? Yeah, so I'm going to preempt this story is difficult. I may cry. No! I may cry. Listen, I know that we have the best time and the bants and the fun, but these stories get to... I mean, they get to you, they get yeah, to me. They do, They're yeah. hard. And this one um, is difficult. It talks about infanticide. Infanticide? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, infanticide. Yeah, yeah. infanticide. Um, from the get-go, it's graphic. It's hard if you don't want to hear about a newborn baby being murdered. Do not listen to the rest of this Skip podcast. Skip to the end for Colin's song. Skip to Colin's song. So, I am going to do the story of Joanne Hines and Baby John, or also known as the Kerry Baby Trials. Um, so, I'm just going to get straight into it. On the 14th of April in 1984... A baby boy was found dead on White Strand Beach in Carrasavine, County Kerry. He has been stabbed 28 times and is wrapped up in a plastic bag. He is found by a man jogging on the beach and his body is jammed into a space between the rocks. It is determined he is three days old and he is baptised by a local undertaker and is given the name John. At this time in Ireland and historically in Ireland, infanticide is frequent. If you check back to our court documents from the early from early history, there is no shortage of cases put forward to the courts for women that have been pregnant and then killed or left their baby to the elements or attempted late-term abortions. Infanticide is removed as a capital offence in Ireland in 1949. Ireland has a long-standing history with treating unmarried women as loose women or women of loose morals, 
but removing it as a capital offence simply happened because there were so many cases being brought before the courts. There was an understanding that these babies were not killed for want or murder, but simply because these women had no support and were treated as such. And like they never thought, maybe we should look into this. They never thought maybe we should give women the rights over their own bodies and um, maybe... Maybe they'll stop killing babies because yeah. they're so stressed and so upset and so devastated about everything happening in their lives. No. No, let's just continue. They were just like, let them get pregnant because that's a problem that we have. Um, and then because we don't we allow contraception. Yeah, we don't allow contraception. Um, all of that good stuff. Um, and they just did nothing about it. But what is different about the crime of baby John is the viciousness of the attack and the violence inflicted on the baby. Joanne Hayes from Abbey Dormy, Abbey Dorney is approximately 80 kilometers away. She's known to have been pregnant. She calls in sick on April 13 to work. She then presents at a hospital and says she was five months pregnant and miscarried at home, but has no infant with her. Okay. But on examining, it's determined that she has given birth to a full-term baby. Oh, God. The police now are searching in the local area for the person responsible for baby John. They're going to hospitals and asking who's presented with miscarriages and who hasn't brought in an infant and blah, blah. And Joanne Hayes... Her name comes up. Yeah. Joanne Hayes gives birth to a baby boy in her barn. No, in a field on the farm that she lives on with her family. By her account, she's eight months pregnant and she gives birth on the 12th. So this is uh, two days before baby John's John's found. found. She goes out into a field in the middle of the night and she gives birth to a baby boy. She's distressed, traumatized, and she leaves the baby in the field. She goes back into the house. She gets up very early the next morning to find that the baby has died in the field. The pregnancy was kept a secret from her family and the child of the married man that the baby is for, who is Jeremiah Locke. Joanne already has a child with this man, but it's clear Jeremiah is not leaving his marriage for Joanne and her baby dies sadly. Jeremiah is a piece of shit. Jeremiah! Fuck you, Jeremiah. You suck. Um, Her baby dies. She thinks her baby has died from the elements and she says that he's buried on the farm. Okay. The investigating guard believe that baby John is also Joanne's. But they don't know that the other baby exists. So they don't know that the baby in the field happened. They just think that baby John is hers. hers. Okay. They theorize that Joanne has given birth to baby John in her bed and that she then stabbed him with the help of her family. Um, And that her family then wrapped the baby up in a plastic bag and threw him in the sea at Dingle. Fuck me. Joanne and her family are are all brought in for questioning at the exact same time. So the police essentially show up at this house and just arrest fucking everybody. So without giving them any chance to like, not that they did it, but get their stories together. They yeah. just like the rest of them all. And also she's gone out into a field to have this baby. This is like, she's obviously already fucking Her family don't know she no, had the they baby. they don't even know if they have, she's no. had this kid. So they didn't know she was eight months pregnant. I Now listen, here's the thing. If they did or if they didn't, I will say my sister didn't know she was pregnant until she was like seven months pregnant. What? And she did not look pregnant. And See, then some people don't. And then when she found out she was pregnant, 
it was like her bump appeared overnight. Kind of came up. But that, that is the thing that happens. You, you ever see those really tacky programs on like yeah. Star Wars? I didn't know I, I, didn't I was, was pregnant. pregnant. Like I went for a shit and the baby fell on the toilet. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they're all brought in for questioning at the same time. And while Joanne is being questioned, members of her family confess to the killing of baby John and say that they helped Joanne. Joanne is then presented with a written confession as per her family story, and she signs it. She confesses to the murder of baby John. Imagine how traumatized you have to be to read that. No, you didn't do it. I'm fine it anyway. Yeah. Like, she must have been so fucked. Like, that is, like, that's, oh, this is horrible surging. The day after she's charged with murder, on the 8th of May, the remains of the baby are found on the farm. Which is what she said happened. So now they have, the guards have two, ba- two babies. Two, do ba- two dead babies. Yeah. By her family and not by the Garda. And the Garda have apparently searched the farm and said that they could not find it. They body. didn't do shit. Yeah. Joanne says that she discarded the baby in a pond. Oh, okay. Because if you think about it, she's hiding this from her family. She doesn't have time to dig a hole. So she's just like the nearest thing that so she can like, do. So she's like, I put the baby oh, in a pond on the farm. And Garda had said that they had searched the farm for the baby but could not find a body. Look, I'm not saying she's right for what happened. Like, obviously, she had the baby and panicked and did whatever she needed to do. Mm. But the misogyny is so ingrained in the country at this time that she would rather do this than risk anybody knowing she had another illegitimate child. And listen, I've given birth to a human being. Yeah. It's incredibly painful. I just like my sister said. It's like it's your body goes through the same trauma as a car accident. Yeah, and so this twenty-five-year-old got up in the middle of the night, <laughs> hid her labour, went out into a field in Dingle in April. Imagine how scared she was. This and um, gave birth to a child that, and she's she's not a teenager. No, like, she's a twenty-five woman. years old. Yeah. She has a job. So she, that goes, but that goes to show you how deep. Yeah, that shit she has was. an independent life, but she. There's no contraception. And listen, she's in a relationship with a married man. Yeah. But there are plenty of women around the world who are, are in relationships, relationships with married, married men. men. Yeah. Like, the guard the are carrying on with the charges. Mm, of course they do. Shocker. They say Ugh. nothing to the judge who is to essentially uh, sentence. So he's essentially... So they don't tell them they find a second baby? No. And they go ahead and let the judge say to her that she's been charged with, mur- uh, with murder. Dude. A postmortem is car- a postmortem is carried out on the baby from the farm, and the cause of death is undetermined. However, it's determined that the baby is the baby of Joanne and Jeremiah, and that this baby did not live independently of the womb. Now, there's a couple of articles I read that said that the baby died from exposure, and then there's a couple of articles that said that the baby was miscarried. Uh, was miscarried. Okay. She said that she was eight months, so she wasn't due to go into labour for another month. Mm. Um... And that it was a miscarriage. But she also, in the original statement where she's telling the truth, she does say that she left the baby in the field. Okay. So, so we now have concrete evidence that the story Joanne told of the baby is on the farm is proven. But we also have completely conflicting and contradictory story of the murder of a baby confessed to by her family and given to the garden and... And Joanne's written confession. So they're really contradictory. They have two bodies. So what did the guards do? <laughs> the guard had developed a case 
on the theory that Joanne was such a classless woman, she had sex with two different men within 24 hours and had heteropaternal superfundation. Superfundation? F-U-C-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N. Twins by two different men. That's exactly what happened, Garda. It's also put forward as an argument that the tests on the on baby john uh, ha, like essentially that he's been exposed to the elements and therefore his blood type this has changed stupidest shit i have ever heard yeah but joanne's family now publicly start to make noise yeah. so they now publicly start to talk about the treatment they received from the guard on the night when they were all questioned joanne's family are a family of standing within the local community they start to talk to anyone that will listen it's also important to note that up until this point there has only been 20 apparent known cases of that, like, heteropaternal yeah, nonsense. Yeah, I, it straws. yeah. They say they were coerced and threatened, and they say that the Garda had told them that Joanne's daughter, who was illegitimate, would be taken off them and put into, ca- into a care home if they didn't agree to admit the murder of baby John. Dude. The Garda brought in the murder squad to question the family, a unit that specialises in the IRA and the Troubles prosecutions. So they brought in, like, essentially people that intimidate people. Just to threaten them, basically, to be like... And they brought in, like, people that they... This is their bread and butter. So instead of saying, we're wrong, they did all of this. Yeah. Yeah. The arrogance of men will (sighs) never, ever shock me. They say the Garda assaulted them during questioning. Joanne herself says she's slapped by the Garda across the face during questioning. And Joanne's name is dragged through the mud by the Garda in response to the family's complaints. It's, it leads to massive media interest. And Joanne is painted as a loose woman. They report, reportedly call her a woman of loose morals, but her family do not back down. Good. Fucking A. There is a DNA test carried out on, a ba- on baby John. Well, DNA isn't around then, but essentially they check his blood type and they check for that secretor or non-secretor to see if he could be Joanne's baby. Yeah. And it is determined that he could not be Jeremiah or Joanne's child. Shocker. The charges are dropped in September of 1984. So this poor girl has been going through this since April. But the, me- Jesus. the media are now even more interested in how the Garda got these confessions. And they don't let go of the case. Good. This case becomes the cry of a generation of women. This is a time in Ireland when abortion, when the abortion referendum had happened the year previous. And the case for abortion had been incredibly close in the polls. So I think I remember correctly of it being like nearly like close to being 50-50. But oh, it was wow. like, like, yeah, like 55 to 45%. Like there was a very marginal difference. And for 36 years ago, that's quite incredible. I thought it would have been no, much but- more for... Yeah, at um, this time there there is like a separation of generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And essentially, people like it's the eighties, man. Yeah, people uh, are starting like, to to realize what's to realize what's going on. Yeah. Um, the uh case of Anne Lovett, a fifteen year old girl who had died from hemorrhaging after giving birth in a grotto of the Virgin Mary in Longford during her school day, is mm. in the media the year previous. And she, and like, if you're interested in Anne Lovett's case, it's not a murder case, so we can't necessarily go and do it. Yeah. But it I is, did a mystery. It is a murder case. Yeah. 
People knew she was pregnant. Yeah. She had written a note to say that she was going to go and do this. That's poor girl. People, people in her school, the nuns in her school knew she was in labor and they let her leave the school without telling anybody. And she gave, like, she essentially hemorrhaged to death in a, in a field. <sighs> and kids leaving school found her school bag and her shoes and then found her and went to, there was like a, because it was, it was close to a GAA field. There was yeah. like a, a, a person, a G- uh, GAA, like a guy doing the field. Yeah. And he went to the local priest's house. Of course he did. And the local priest told him, you need an ambulance, not me. And he was the only one in the village with a car and a phone and did not go down to to help this girl who was still alive when they found Literally her. Literally fuck everybody involved in this. And um, then the he that man rang for an ambulance and then the priest finally agreed to drive. So they drove her and she died in the car on the way. And her baby was stillborn. This is horrific. Yeah. And that was all over, like that was all over the media the but year previous. Like, I'm from Longford as I told you a thousand times. That's still going on down there. Yeah. Like, not that sort of thing but this kind of shh 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 don't talk shh shh this yeah. bullshit that exists yeah. that is the reason so many women are dead now. Yeah. And I know like like my mum had my sister when she was 16 yeah. she went to hospital by herself fucking insane she's a baby like no one went with her imagine how like I was scared of my own shadow when I was 16 yeah. the idea of having a child mm. is like how and she was like and these women are always by themselves yeah. they're always by themselves like, and like my mum was deemed to be like an unfit classless yeah, oh yeah 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 like member of society unmarried she, mother the yeah unmarried she was unmarried mothers. mother and she was 16 years of age no unmarried fathers though no <gasps> and my dad who like my mum went on to marry who was you know um, my sister's dad yeah he he didn't get any of this treatment of course he didn't and they were just told that they had to stay away from each other fuck me man um everything's trash yeah so it is it is um it's difficult so social attitudes towards women and women's rights were changing the scandal of the laundries are now being talked about the laundries have essentially closed down in the 80s yeah um and because m- my mom had my sister in the late seventies, and there was talk that she would go to a laundry. Am I? I want to say go on. Okay, I can't. <laughs> I'll be murdered. Um, <laughs> you and Emma's murder next week. Yeah, Emma is dead. Emma is dead. Uh, the feminist movement in Ireland is on the rise, and they call for an investigation into the case and how it's handled. Mm. yay feminism feminism the 80s feminists of Ireland you're all still going to be alive you're fucking awesome we awesome love you. we love you uh, the Kerry's baby tri- the Kerry's baby tribunal start in 1985 in Tralee and Dublin and they last for 85 days this tribunal is not meant to be a trial of Joanne Hayes and her family because at this point she's proven innocent she is innocent this is meant to be an investigation into the handling of this case. But Joanne Hayes is put on trial and she's questioned about the following. She's questioned about her personal life. She is asked about intimate issues pertaining to her sex life, her menstrual cycle and her use of contraception. Miss Hayes collapses uh, during the trial and is said to be sick on a number of times. She's even required to be sedated. Jeremiah Locke was questioned on whether Joanne Hayes has been was a virgin when he first had sexual intercourse with her. Oh which what God. the fuck does that matter? What has that got to do with anything? He, she already has a child by and him. And he is married. Like That's I so fucked yeah. up, Sergeant. 
she's asked how much she bled before and after the birth and yeah like the question she's asked like this is just an attack on her the judge essentially says that her family are like not worth their salt that they're like the judge is like against her from the get-go uh, there's huge media attention on the proceedings. It attracts the support of women's groups who picketed outside. Yes, ladies. She becomes a figure of public sympathy. And there's really famous pictures of her when she's leaving the tribunal of flowers being given to her. So she's like, all of these bouquets of flowers. Look for the helpers. Yeah. Look for the helpers. That's awesome. Women stood and waited outside to applaud and cheer for her every day she was in court. Yes. It's so makes I know, me sad. I know, I know, I know. It's incredibly sad. <laughs> the public's opinion had begun to change and she was seen as a symp- sympathetic figure and a woman who had been attacked and vilified by the Garda. And by the Garda and men for just simply getting pregnant outside of marriage. The preceding judge, Kevin Lynch, this dick, was very critical of the feminist groups that picketed outside the tribunal in support of Joanne Hay- Joanne saying, and I quote, that they were raucous, ignorant urban dwellers. A doll committee on the women's rights described the questioning of Joanne as sense insensitive, harrowing, horrific, and shameful. Like the doll committee found found that, did they? Yeah, because okay. this um this is then essentially the tribunal is then investigated. Okay. Um This is insane. Yeah. Gardy could have just said, we fucked up. We're very, very sorry. Yeah. We apologise to the family. They had to do a tribunal and a doll committee. Yeah. It's like the arrogance. The fucking arrogance, man. And there was like massive media, out- like there was massive public outcry before the tribunal was ever, like it essentially. Went forward, yeah, yeah. Like, and what was happening in the doll is that, like what always happens is that the opposition to the current government in power were like, this is a problem and you need to. You need to and Michael it. Noonan was, the Minister for Justice at the time in 1980? Yeah. So he essentially was like, we're going to have a tribunal. Okay. Uh, the reality of what's happening behind the scenes in this tribunal is truly a David and Goliath situation. In the early days of the tribunal, a married man, a married man goes to bed with a woman who's not his wife. He is one of the 45 men involved in the case on behalf of the government. It is his job to publicly shame Joanne Hayes on her sexual conduct and attempt to state that she should hold herself up to a better standard. When he was privately confronted with this information by the judge that set on the tribunal case, so that dick, Mr. Kevin Lynch, he's he first denies it to the judge and then he crumples into tears and asks not to be exposed. He says, I've so much to lose. My wife, my job, and my reputation. Hope you lost them all, you prick. He's assured of discretion. No such discretion or empathy was applied to Joanne Hayes. She's vilified. She's deemed a whore by the tribunal. And <sighs> he's a member of the team put forward to strip Joanne Hayes of her character. So they're like asking is... her to hold up to these standards that they can't live up to they themselves. They can't live up to themselves. Hypocrites. Yeah. Fucking hypocrites. Every because she's time. a woman. Oh, 100%. Like, because she's that a is woman. Literally, this entire case should be called... Because she's a woman. Yeah. Like, like this is insane. But like, it just, the scene, like the pictures of her with the flowers, honest to God, it's just. Because that wouldn't have happened in the 50s and 60s. No. People would not, she'd be in a laundry. Yeah. But like people came out and they still buy her. And that's what I'm trying to find the goodness of this is that people were like, no, we're not standing for this. And this woman is not what you're saying she yeah. is. 
But like, and like, women can continue to like die yeah. in these cases in fields and in grottos, and they're not, and they're not women. No, they're, they're kids. kids. Like, like she's twenty five, whatever. But yeah. like fourteen and fifteen year olds. Yeah. And as I always say, the amount of these girls back then that were getting pregnant, and people are like, oh, they had sex. They didn't have sex. They were raped. Yeah. They were raped. Yeah. Like, and I have happened to know personally of someone whose mother left their house when she was 14 and gave birth in a field at the back of their house. Fuck me. And was pregnant for her own father. Oh, I hate everything in the world. Yeah. Um, and ended up in... Ho- she uh, went oh. back to bed and hemorrhaged and got brought to a hospital. And she told... She got brought to the hospital by her father. And she told the hospital that she'd had a baby and it was in a field. And the hospital did nothing because she was deemed... Classless. Yeah. A whore. Yeah. A dirty bitch. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. It's so bad. Yeah. She went on to bore like three children for Do you know her. what else? I'm sitting here going, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. But at the same time, the amount of women that, it, regardless of this, report rape cases and are basically vilified as well and mm-hmm. told, oh, well, what were you doing at two o'clock in the morning? Why yeah. were you wearing that? Why were you wearing that? <sighs> it's really hard. It's hard. It's horrific. When the report is published, it's concluded that the family had perjured themselves and that Joanne Hayes had not killed the baby, but that the family was to blame and not the Garda. What? <laughs> Fuck. It's also released without telling the family it was going to be released. And the judge Dude. essentially said that the family was not reliable because they had lied about Joanne's original pregnancy. Because they were coerced. They didn't know she was pregnant. They didn't know she was pregnant. The guards. Oh, this is so stupid, Sarah. Yeah. The guards showed up, took everybody. Joanne had had this baby in secret. They didn't know she had the Joanne baby. Joanne said in, in... So they were like, we're after finding this dead baby. And we're going to bring and in... We know, and we know that Joanne had a baby. We're going to bring in a murder squad. We're going to be violent towards yeah. you. We're going to... And we're also going to take away... That five-year-old that lives with you that we're you're really attached. We're going to take her away. And you're never going to see her again. And all of this can go away if you just tell us that Joanne killed this baby. This is fucking insane. And they were in a room away from Joanne, separate. I also hope every single guardian involved in this has a prolapsed anus today. <laughs> I hope your anus is hanging out of your body. <laughs> like, this is horrific, dude. Baby John's murder has never been solved. The case, this case is a watershed case for Ireland, but not because this baby is violently murdered, but because Joanne Hayes is put on trial for something she did not do. Uh, have the Guardian ever apologised? No. What? The state came out and apologised in 2016. Um, and she has never spoken publicly. I to rub my temples because I'm so mad at this entire situation right now. Yeah. She's never spoken publicly. Did she just want to kind of live her life? She obviously just wants to live her life. and like, That's fair enough. I get it. But there was someone attempted to make a movie. Right. And she came out and publicly asked them not to. And I get that. That's, her, that's not someone's fodder. That's her life. Yeah. And like I'd say that traumatized her to this day. How would well, you not she be was like when I she was like incredibly unwell during the tribunal because she's been put on stand. She's been put on trial. The guards aren't no. asked. 
the guards aren't like, why did you lie and make them say this when they didn't do it? And also, why are you making up everything? They're yeah. like, no, well, this slut said. But the guards aren't putting on stand and being like, um, have you ever had a relationship outside of your marriage? Uh, have you ever had sex with somebody uh, ever in your life? Yeah. Ever? And do you use contraceptive? Oh, no, you're a married man. So why would you? Like, none of that happens. Um, It all just, she's put up on trial. Like, even Jeremiah Locke, by the standard stand yeah. of the questions he's asked. They're like, oh, we understand you couldn't keep but your he's dick asked, in your pants. He's asked about her. Not he's himself. asked if she's a virgin. He is not asked anything about his morals. Like, about, like... I just... Like, and, like, I even hate the fact that I said his morals. Like, listen, it was... He had a child by her already. He was married. His wife obviously knew what was going she on. She knew. And, like, you don't know, like, for at that time, there's no uh, divorce in Ireland. No. So she, so she could have been just like... Like, I can't get out of this and let's make the best of it. I already have kids with him. So yeah, I have kids and I got like, they're, you know, at this time as well, women who are married can't do certain jobs. No. Like, um, and essentially are just there to rear Literally the family. To, bo- to bear your shitty children. Yeah. That's and this is for. like, we're like, you're born in That's the year. That's my year. I was just saying it's the year of the tribunal ago. and I'm born the year after. Like, and to me now, if that was if this that was currently happening in the door or in in court, it'd be burned to the ground. Like, but it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Because here's the thing: that very famous rugby rape. Oh, trial, the Belfast case. Like <coughs> that was fifty fifty. That was like that. That girl was put on trial for her sexual yeah. conduct. She was not put on trial for anything she said that for happened. Like what her underwear looked like. Yeah, for what her underwear looked like. For what she wore on the night it happened. For the text messages she had sent before this Previously. case happened. She went home and bled in a taxi from her yeah. vagina from the assault that from happened, assault to her. happened to her. And they still walked away. But they walked away. But so it's still happening. It's just happening in different levels. Yeah. But they, I think this, so this is, this is incredibly extreme. Like this is beyond extreme. And the fact that the guards fucked up so badly. And then tried to say that she was pregnant. And with could have just apologised. Could have said we're sorry. We're sorry. We messed up. We went way too into this. We apologised to Joanne and her family and we'll make sure. No, they didn't. Yeah. They doubled down and they made this a million times worse and they it just tried to destroy that poor girl's life. Yeah. After her losing a baby anyway. Yeah. Anyway, fuck men. Fuck men. What does uh, Colin say in Strong? I can't Fuck men. I just like when he goes, <laughs> fuck men. I like to go menstrual, go menstrual, go. <laughs> but that was, uh, thank you for telling that story and I think uh, a lot of people who might be younger might need to hear this because. Yeah, I don't know if it's really well known. Because well, I, like it is well known between like, m- like when I said to my parents I was doing it, my mom was like, oh, I remember that and I remember how. Yeah. And I was like, as I said, my mum was Joanne Hayes. Yeah, she like, was that age. Like, well, she was she, much younger. Much younger. She was like a baby when she had a baby. But like she, like, yeah, like mom, you know? it's just to think. But I think it's all it's sad because women, I know one of the earliest uh, emotions that I've ever felt is shame. One of the first things I ever truly understand, understood what it, what that kind of feeling was, was of shame. Of being told, close your legs, pull your skirt down, don't wear that top. It's like this thing that we're, um, that is indoctrinated into us at a very young age. Yeah, I do remember shame. like when my father had the, like the conversation about sex with yeah. me. That uh, the first sentence was, Keep your legs closed. Yes. And then the second sentence was, essentially, boys boys can't help themselves. Yes. So, like, what do you mean? They, like, he literally was like, you know, boys think with their penis. Like, it's... And he didn't say in that comfortable term. But that's but basically like, what he meant And essentially it. what that does is it puts all of the... 
it puts all of the ownership if something happens on me. But like, because they can't help themselves, themselves. themselves. But like, that's the thing. You're brought up believing that sex is for men. Yeah. Sex is for men. It's not for women. And like, there are, there are grown men out there that believe that women, if women have more than sex, sex with more than three people, their vaginas get bigger. (laughs) There are grown men, grown ass men who believe that in their tiny little brains that if I, if, if I meet a girl and she has se- had sex with 10 men her vagina is going to be wider but there are also her. women out there that believe that too read a book <laughs> read a book yeah. Google is free lads like I always when I had uh, Lily I remember like uh, a female relative asking like was it looser and I was like no. what it's not looser it's a muscle it's not looser um, it literally. Did you fuck a book at her head? <laughs> the fuck a book of anatomy is. But also, I did say to her, I was like, if it if it was looser, do you think childbirth would be that painful? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what even? Oh, everything is just. But that comes back from up. like Emma. We in the world do not teach. No, we don't teach boys about females. No. We teach them about themselves. Yes. Yeah. We don't teach boys about female anatomy. No. Like, if you ask my husband <laughs> oh God, Graham. about how periods work, yeah. he knows now. Yeah. But he didn't know. And that's because he's a boy. Yeah, and they're not, they're not told. And in sex education, they're not told no. that. Also, I don't know if they... I do... I'm pretty... A hundred percent certain that they do not get shown the video of how a child is born. Of course they don't. That only girls do. Because I got shown that in Catholic school. Well, of course they don't get shown that. Of a woman giving birth. And Actually, then I got handed, essentially, a pamphlet that was like pro-life. We got, weirdly enough, I remember my sister. My sister and I went to the same secondary school. And I remember her coming home one evening and telling me that they brought this man in to their class to read them this poem. But the poem was told from the perspective of, of the, the unborn fetus. baby. Yeah, Mommy, today I got 10 tones, yeah. honey. And then she came home absolutely traumatized. Because if you tell a 13-year-old girl that this is what you're doing to the baby, you're murdering, they're going to be pro-life. Because yeah. they're going to be like, that oh, poor little baby. Uh-huh. That was in our school. Yeah. We weren't even, a, we weren't a Catholic school, but one of our teachers was very Catholic and I had a lot of run-ins with him and his wife and was asked to be removed from their class many times. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like, I remember my religion teacher trying to tell me that being gay was wrong because babies couldn't be born from it. And then me saying to her, well, my cousin can't have a baby and she's straight and in a relationship and she told me to get out of the classroom. Yeah. But that's, that's what, what we're fed when we're yeah. growing up. So it's shame. Yeah, no, it's, it's shame. all shame It's shame, 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 shame. Anyway, everything's garbage, but... Shout out to the feminists of the 80s who and that's the are amazing. Thing. And, and the big thing and a big win of this story is that things have changed. Yes. And that these uh, feminist groups and women that went out and fought for the rights of Irish women won. Yeah. But isn't it insane that we've only just passed the abortion referendum? Yeah. We've it's only just passed. Crazy. It's, fresh. it's completely like, fresh. Like crazy and people are still trying to take down these women that need to go and get these this service like that need to go and have abortions they're still trying to take them down i seen an article the other day that was literally just telling us the number of abortions that yeah. happened in ireland since the referendum came, came, came in that's unnecessary no we one needs need to, to know, know that, that. Um, that's and an- there's going to be a lot because everybody that was getting abortions previous to this was going to england yeah. like like there wasn't that many no and even if there is, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, like, I would rather a woman get an abortion than bring a child into the world that they do not want and cannot look after. No. 
So are uh, this, these all these pro-lifers? Like, are you going to take care of this baby when it's brought here's into the world? The, other, the, the pro-lifers, what gets me about the pro-lifers is um, they're all for saving the babies. But they're not for looking after the babies afterwards. They're not for looking after the babies. They're not for looking... Like, most of those pro-lifers, and I am... Um, speaking in extremes here, live in affluent areas where social housing and social problems do not exist exist. and they don't want them in their area. So it's like... And most of these women who cannot get abortions before repeal were women that came from areas that were demographics that of social housing and social backgrounds and not because... They wanted to. Like, how difficult was it for some women to get that money together and she get on a boat, she get on a plane and Emma, pay for the abortion? Emma, I know like, so many girls when I was growing up that we put money together yeah, for to, to be like... Abortion. I know so many girls. Like, it's That insane. was like, I'm I'm pregnant, but my family don't have, like, I think... Where are you going to get? Six, like, seven hundred quid? quid? To get an abortion. No, that and that's before plane. the accommodation. Uh, a bus or a train out, or a, a, a taxi out to the airport. A, Food. Yeah. Get on the plane. Pay for the plane. Pay for your taxi to the hospital. Yeah. Like, that is insane. And yeah. we were doing that to women. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Um, like, so the pro-lifers that are like save the babies look after the babies when they come as soon as they're born yeah if this person cannot look yeah. after this baby are you going to look after yeah. it like look it's at a, the it's an absolute uh, it's a moral stance they're just thinking they're better than that person yeah. anyway this week was a very serious week it is and I'm glad I'm glad you did that story and I'm glad we're talking about this because um, it needs to be talked about it's not that many jokes. I wonder what Colin's song's going to be <laughs> <laughs> just play like uh, a Schneider at the end it's been seven hours Name Mandinka. It's like, na, 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 Mandinka. That's a great song. That is a good song. That is a good song. Um, other than that story, what have you done all week? Uh, I think I've done. I've done nothing. This have you had any good is, moments this week? No, this pandemic's kicking my ass at this um, point. I'm just like, I'm also getting my period again. Hey, hey. So, so but like, this uh, account <laughs> of, of this podcast, you can sync up. You can count. You can sync up with Emma J. Emma, Emma um, and Sarah Jane. As uh, yeah, you can sync up with us. Sync Do up you want to sync up with our podcast? <laughs> Here's the dates we get them. Podcast period. Yeah. And do you mind? Change today's... your pill. We're recording on Saturday this week, mm. so I'm. Do you mind? Tomorrow. Tomorrow or, or Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So sync up with me, bitches. Uh, yeah, I was you mind, but I've been hanging out with Emma so much this month, I'm now synced to Emma. She's synced. Synced. Blood sisters. Blood sisters. Isn't that weird that it women is. have that so, power? Women are amazing. We can just sync up our bodies yeah. to be like, we both have our periods. So listen, what you want to do if you want to sync up with Emma and Sarah, <laughs> sync up with Emma and Sarah, what you want to do is you want to listen to like all six hours of podcasts back to back get really angry get really angry and then hopefully your period just goes Ugh! it just comes out of your body <laughs> even if you're not you for three weeks it just goes Ugh! yeah and then and if you come. do sync up send us a text send, send us, us an email an email about send your us some info. period we have to think of a name for this episode synced periods i like uh, what do you like i like blood sister blood sisters blood sisters yeah although maybe it's we full moon tonight so my god I don't know if any of that shit is true. I hope it is. People on Instagram are always like, Mercury's in retrograde. And I had to ask you about two weeks ago what that meant. <laughs> like, I was like, what's this shite? Sarah's always looking at her phone and I see her go quiet. She goes, what's this? Yeah, what's this mean? Huh? Huh? What's this shite? I don't have shite to be, I don't have time to be involved in this nonsense. Uh, I'm going to lose some followers now when I say this. Go on. Those astrological signs are bullshit. And if you believe them. Which what are astrological signs? Pisces. I'm a Pisces. That means that um I don't like crowds, but I enjoy fingering. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> I'm 
Cancer is a Sagittarius. I'm not. I'm a Libra. <laughs> I'm a Libra, and that means my mum used to always say that means you're well balanced, Sarah. And what she was actually saying Libra is Libra the scales. Yeah, Libra yeah, the scales. Yeah. Like she'd be like, Sarah, that means you're well balanced. And what she was actually saying is, there's some hope with you. <laughs> you're the one we're putting everything on. Yeah, we put all the money Libra into lady. you. We're putting all the bets in. You got to make this happen, Sarah Jane. If you let me down. Don't come back to this house. Ah, but no, I'm, listen, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy, but it's, you know. It's nonsense. It's showing nonsense. nonsense. Like, I love reading mine and then being like, it's so vague. Today, Today hear, you might meet you want, someone. Here's a, like, completely, like, this is off topic, completely non-story. Years and years and years and years ago, I was teaching a class in, like, a back-to-adult education yeah. course. And next door to me was a man fraudulently taking money from people to to teach them how to be... Uh, yeah like psychics or read cards or tarot yeah and he had each course could take a max of like 10 people he had 10 people and he was like pre-booked for months and months and months and it was not cheap to do these courses you know it's a bit cheaper therapy yeah therapy therapy. um and we know this man (gasps) stop yeah she's gonna tell me when we finish yeah (laughs) but we do know him he's been on the late late show twice are we allowed to say who it is? Uh, well, if he's been on the Late Late Show and he's a public figure. Yeah. Um, I don't know his first name, but and I know him by his son and I don't want to say so. Okay, we won't. But, we'll um, later. but Gar knows him. That's Gar- cr- Oh, fuck you! Yeah, 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 yeah! yeah. <laughs> right? So it's, Gar- it's Gar's friend's dad. He was doing that yeah. as well? Yeah. And he was oh charging... Oh my God. ...a fortune. And anyway, one evening before class started, he was like demonstrating something... I was teaching a class next door, but I was there. I always got there early because I had to set up the classroom yeah. because what I was teaching required, uh, like equipment yeah. for each student. And he was like, like, and I was just being polite and I shouldn't have been because you know me. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I don't yeah. do any of this nonsense. But he was like, would you mind if you could be the person I demonstrate on? And I was like, yeah, okay. Ah, stop. And did he, you do it? Yeah. Oh, he, Sarah. He gave me a, like, a tarot card reading and then made me, like, put my hand in a bag and take out a stone. And, but, like, what he told me, here's what he told me. He told me, the stone I picked out was red in colour and it was, like, ruby. And he was like, that means you have stomach problems. What? The most vague (laughs) thing I've ever heard. You have gas. And in my head, I was like, I do have stomach problems. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So that was the first thing. And then... All of the cards were like so incredibly like fake. But he told me that I would have money problems for the rest of my life. Sorry, go on. We have to cut this out now. (laughs) No, we don't. Keep going. Tell me, tell me, tell me. (laughs) He told me I would have money problems for the rest of my life. This guy's a dick. Every now and then. I think about that. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> I think that he put a fucking hex on me. I know where he lives. Yeah, I know where he lives Let's too. Let's pop down. Yeah, he has money problems. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the person with the money problems? No, was he driving by? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have money problems, bitch. I do. Um, everybody does. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my God, he that's crazy. That and because I was just being polite and I had like, 10 students then oh, arriving Sarah. in the room next door I was like thanks very much thanks for good luck with your course everybody <laughs> this is shite this is a load of shit and you're being taken um, for an absolute ride yeah and he was gah yeah like I just couldn't believe him I remember the night I showed up at the like it was like a college and it was like and he was there doing that back to Adelaide and it, it was like 
the local VCs gave the grants to put these yeah, courses yeah, yeah. on. And I was like, nuts. The Vocational Education Committee of Ireland. Shame to themselves. I should be mortified. I can't wait to go do that course now. Yeah, I know. I don't think he does it anymore. I'm going to do. He's on the dole. Of course he is. Forever. Didn't see that, did he? No. Didn't see that one coming. Did he? Did he? Did he? Did he? Did he? <laughs> okay, we're going to go now. Okay, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening to episode six of Murder Most Irish. Yeah, lads. We'll hopefully do another one next week. Are you doing a mystery? What do you mean, hopefully? Hopefully. What's going to happen? I don't know what's on those cards. What's on the cards, people? <laughs> okay, we're going to go and say goodbye, but we're going to get called and say goodbye as well. Bye. <laughs> See you around, Jack. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Let me hear you say yeah.